If I did really know it, I would know that it's very important and I would get take 10 minutes and get it done. That's right. Because you don't know it. If yeah. you're not living it, you, you don't, don't know, know it. it. And a lot of times we try and trick ourselves and we say, yeah, I know that. And whenever my clients or anybody that I'm dealing with in any kind of teachings that I'm teaching, they say to me, well, Shane, I know that. I look at the results in their life. And I go, no, you don't. And they go, yes, I do know. And I go, no, you don't. And then I said, you're not living it. Your actions speak louder than words. Okay. Yeah. And that's the ego, right? I mean, the ego likes nothing more than to keep us where we are right now because that's where the ego thinks we're safe. And we know that if we're 50 pounds overweight, we're not safe, even if our ego thinks that we are. Mm -hmm. So if you get resistance to anything, then think, okay, well, that's my ego trying to keep me where I am. So do I want to be where I am at 300 pounds, or do I want to be at 200 pounds? And that's where you have to make the choice. That's your phone. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you don't have your cell phone turned off, please turn your cell phone off. Okay, we're recording. No. Yeah? No. So, we're leaving right now. Well, then get out of here so we can finish and go. No, we're leaving right now. No, we're not leaving right now. Yeah, we are. They can use that your nose. It's not my nose. Not my nose. We're going to go No, we're going right now. I have to go cash the checks, and then we have to go to the Maple Ridge. Right, although it's the middle of the year, not the end of the year, but I guess you can review it any time. It should be reviewed all the time. And actually, I've learned something brand new in this process because I look back to all the podcasts that we did and all the teachings that we did. And actually, we should have did a pod a review about every month. We should have went back and did a podcast review, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going to start doing now. I'm going to do a review, um, and it might be even just at the start of. You know, the end of the month for 10 minutes. Do a review. Are you doing this? Are you doing this? And are you doing this? And that's something that, something that we didn't do. And I realized that that's a big part of success that I have in my life. Not just with my health and fitness goals, but with my finances, my relationships, all that kind of stuff. I have that success because I consistently go back and I review. And I wasn't teaching that. So I think it's very important for us to go back and we start reviewing a little more with the people to make sure they're doing it. Because out of sight, out of mind. A lot of times people just turn the podcast off. You go, oh, that was great information. I can change my life. And then you do nothing with it. No, you got to take action. Kind of sure. like how many times have you been, say, in a coaching environment or a seminar environment? And the stuff you got was like truly good stuff. You totally believed in it. 
And then you went out and you were like, yeah, this is going to change my life 100%. You were like on fire. And then what happened? You did nothing with it. You did shit with it. And your life stayed exactly the same. That's right. The world uh, interfered with me doing anything. Yeah. So the very first thing that I say that is probably one of the most important things that a person can do, step one, is deciding exactly what you want. Right. Because if you don't know what you want, you're not going to get what you want. So you first have to know exactly what you want. And once you know what you want, then the brain is going to start to push you towards that thing that you want. If you want to lose so much weight, if you want to have ideal health, if you need to start exercising more. if you But you need to know exactly what you want first. Yeah. So we were talking about setting a goal. Setting a goal, yeah. Deciding yeah. exactly what you want. But I, I, I don't even think it's like so much setting a goal yet, because I'll still actually go into setting goals. Okay. But I think it's just overall sitting down and deciding, you know, exactly what you want, because then we'll actually go into a more in-depth goal-setting process. Okay. So it's just kind of going, okay, well, this is really what I want. I want great health. You know, I want a better relationship. I maybe want to lose some weight. But you don't need to sit down and figure it all out at that time. Right. You just need to write it down and go, well, this is, kind of, this is what I want in my life. So you're getting it down on paper. So you're kind of setting a direction. That's right. The one thing that happens, too, is when we write it down on paper, it actually goes into the unconscious mind. And I teach this in the goal-setting process because the unconscious mind actually starts to pick it up from writing it down. See, a lot of times people don't realize this, the power in writing it down, because it's the unconscious mind now that starts to actually go to work for you. So you actually give the unconscious, unconscious mind direct instructions. Right. A good friend of mine says that writing is the doing part of thinking. Because mm. he says we, we all, I mean, he, he helps people with you know, publishing books, and he says, you know, we all have all this amazing information and experience and everything else inside us, things that we thought about deeply, but nothing happens because it's inside of us. We need to get it out. And mm. by taking action, by writing, we're then getting it out and we're getting it out into the world and sharing it. So, and I think with ourselves, we keep stuff in and then we don't... I mean, how many times have I said, oh, I've got this great idea, and then I wait five seconds and you say, well, what's the idea, Scott? I go, I forgot, mm-hmm. right? You've got to write this stuff down. That's the action part of thinking. Mm-hmm. That's right. See, deciding what you want is like starting to plan. You're right. starting to create a plan for yourself. And one of the most successful business coaches on the planet is Peter Drucker. And Peter Drucker says that you cannot plan if you take... No, but how does he say it? Just say He says, planning without action will lead to failure. Action without planning will lead to failure. Mm. And think right. about that. It's yeah. true. Because right. if you plan, you start to take action. Right? Yeah. When you're taking action, you have a plan. That's right. And if you don't have a plan, you don't have a plan, then you're in trouble. You're in trouble, right? So you're starting to create a plan for yourself. And I always find this very fascinating that people plan their trips, their vacations, their fun before they plan their health. Mm. Now that's a really good point. Maybe it's because escape is easier than change. Yeah. Yeah. Take control of all aspects of your life. Plan for all of them. Mm-hmm. At least at least set a direction for all of them. Yes, sir. I mean, I was just thinking of, uh, you know, relationships, for example. How often do we think, you know, what I really want is a really good relationship with this person I'm with? You know, after you've know, been with them six months, a year, ten years, twenty years, whatever it is, and we don't often think about what we want in terms of the relationship with the person. Mm. You know, and I'm, and I'm thinking, huh... 
Isn't that interesting? Because I'm at the beginning of a relationship right now, and that's all I'm thinking about is how, what a wonderful relationship I want to create with this person. Right. And I'm hoping that, I'm hoping, I'm, my intention is that I'm going to create a pattern and a habit whereby what happens all the time is I'm always thinking about how I can have a great relationship with this person because I'm starting off thinking that way. But I'm doing it consciously, and I've never consciously done that before. It's the same thing with relationships, and it's the same thing with yourself with exercise and food. Now let me back up for a minute. Food and exercise, you sit down and you say, well, how can I have a great relationship with myself and respect my body? Mm-hmm. Now, in a relationship with somebody else, people should actually sit down. And when you sit down, you should say, what do you want out of this relationship? And then you tell them. And then they tell you what they want out of the relationship because then you know what to give them. That's right. If you don't know what you want, you're not going to get what you want. And if the other person doesn't know what you want, they can't give you what you want. See, too often people go into relationships and they're trying to figure it out, but they actually don't sit down and go, what do you really want? See, when I go into a relationship with people, I figure out what they want. And then everyone says, well, you have a great relationship now. Well, how do I have a great relationship? Because I'm figuring out what the other person wants and I provide them with what they want. And and if you're in a good relationship with somebody, wouldn't you want to give them what they want? Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of us out there that, like, they want to withhold. They don't want to give the other person what they want. Or they get into a position where they don't want to give that to the other person, right? Because they're upset with them and they're mad at them or they've got baggage or whatever. And I'm thinking, well, hang on. What's the point if you're not there to support the other person? Yeah, that's not a good relationship. Not a good relationship. Time to make a decision then. So you either stay in the relationship or get out. Well, it's not going to get any better. And if you're going to stay in it, then find out what the person wants and find out what you want, and then have talk about it. And I mean, like 99.999 percent of it, they would be delighted probably if they knew. Mm -hmm. And if you knew, you'd probably be delighted, right? So it comes back to deciding exactly what you want just like we talked about with health and weight loss and and fitness and everything and relationships it's deciding exactly what you want I see so many people get into relationships and they go out and they're scouting for a new person but they're choosing people but it's not exactly what they want but they choose the person because they need that emotional companion for that time and then they get into it and it's like well this person's missing three or four things that I really want now my life sucks and they don't have the personal power to step out of the relationship right. yeah I'm jumping in and, now how do, and the biggest problem they have is how do I get out once I'm in and a lot of people never get out no and then they wonder why they're mad and miserable and probably a little overweight mm-hmm. that's right so, they, so they've decided you guys have decided what you want you, yeah. you, gotta, you have to make a plan and then the next step I always say is very important is to create a mission statement. Yeah. And once you create a mission statement, it leads back to deciding what you want. Because you've decided what you want, and that mission statement will be written exactly what you want. So now you'll have it down on paper. Exactly. And then you're going to post it somewhere where you can see it every day. And you're going to read it every day. So eventually it goes into your unconscious mind, and you're walking around, and... Your mission statement is coming up. That's your mission. What you focus on expands. What you talk about, what you think about, is what you're going to move towards. So if that's the case, your mission statement will push you to exactly what you want. So first you've got to decide exactly what you want, then you've got to create a mission statement. And then the next step... Well, hang on. If you want to know how to do that, I think it's our second or third podcast... We go into it in great detail. Yeah. So, so the next step is... Well, if anybody has been listening to these podcasts too, and you're not, you haven't did that process yet, you need to go back and you need to re- re- reevaluate. That's for sure. Now, 
If you're sitting there going, oh, I haven't written a mission statement, but I'm kind of doing the things that you guys teach, you need to stop right now, and you need to go back and you need to write a mission statement. Yeah, or you can ask yourself a question. Am I going to do this full out for me or not? Because if you want to just keep doing what you... I mean, obviously, we're not going to be able to reach through the, you know, the iPod or the computer and grab you by the throat and make you do it, right? But you really have to make that decision. Like, is my goal really to be fitter, be thinner, be healthier or not? And if it is, and you're listening to us, then our recommendation is get this mission statement done. It takes 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Listen, and I think the podcast is 15 or 20 minutes long. And then another 10 minutes, you're done. So... And do it. And you'll feel really good because you'll have accomplished a major piece of the puzzle. Well, any time that you choose not to do something in your life, it's because you haven't made it that important to you. Yeah. So if you're not doing the mission statement right now, it's just not that important to you. If you're not going to the gym, it's not that important to you. If you're not having a great relationship, it's just not that important to you. You'll notice your life will completely change when you make things that important to you. That's right. Now the next step is goal setting. Yeah. You have the mission statement, then you've got to get it written down on paper, and you've got to go through the goal-setting process. Now, back in our podcast, again, we have the goal-setting process. If you're not doing it, goal-setting process is probably the most important thing that people can do. Now, out of all the 250,000 autobiographies I read, I was going to say, 250 autobiographies I read, every person that has been successful, out of all these people, these are successful people, have written their goals down. Anybody that I know that has achieved their weight goals and their health goals and their life goals has written their goals down. People that are overweight and out of shape are not writing their goals down. People that are in shape and having great health are writing their goals down. People that are financially secure are writing their goals down. People that are broke are not writing their goals down. So there's a proven science to this. The problem is, most of us take goal setting way too lightly. We say things like, oh my God, I've heard every motivational speaker talk about goal setting. But the problem is, is most of us aren't doing it. I know that. I know that. There you go. You don't know it if you're not doing it. And uh, to beat a dead horse a little bit more, uh, Harvard did a study. And they asked... All the grads of, I think it was 1957 class, uh, if they had any goals. And if they had, if they'd written them down. Mm-hmm. Then they went back 20 years and they said, how are you doing? And what they discovered was that 3% of the grads had written their goals down. Those 3% had achieved the majority of those goals in the next 20 years. And those 3% were worth more than I can remember exactly whether it was twice as much the same as or you know ten times more than the 97% that did not write their goals down so I mean it's just huge yeah so it's like yeehaw set your goals become right. the top 3% that's all you need to do to be in the top 3% is write down your goals it is and I love how you put that that's all you need to do because that's such good language pattern because to me that is it's all you need to do if you keep writing your goals down Every day, I guarantee that you're going to achieve them. So some of you are already saying, well, how do you write your goals down? Go back in our podcast, but I'll give you like a few quick tips right now that can completely change. Make your goals specific. Yeah. Have them clear and write them down every day. And put a time limit. And a timeline on them. And there, right there alone, you're going to totally change your life. Now, what that's going to do, too, is going to create new, beha- new habits, which is going to create a new behavior for you. That's right. So every other area of your life will change because what happens is, 
because you achieved your goal of writing your goal down mm-hmm. is an achievement. That's right. You've got one success. And the thing is, too, is we're not, you know, there's all sorts of little goals, right? And, and it may be, I'm going to go, uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, eat carrots every day. Or I'm going to eat carrots just today. I'm going to eat three carrots today. Then when you do it, you've had that little success. And the more of those little successes that you have, the higher your confidence goes, the higher your self-esteem goes, and your unconscious mind says, wow, Scott wrote down he's going to eat three carrots today, and he did. This, he's, he's doing what he says he does. Like He's in integrity. So I'm going to start listening when he says he wants to you know, live a healthier life. I'm going to help him out, as opposed to before when I thought he was just full of BS, and so I just didn't pay any attention. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's how you get your unconscious mind, which is six, five-sixths of your brain, right, working with you as opposed to against you because you're actually saying you're going to do something and doing it. You're in integrity, and wow, what an impact that has on the self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So what, what have we went through? We went through, we've decided exactly what we wanted. Yeah. We've created a mission statement. Yeah. We have Set did our goal setting. Yeah. Now, what's the next step to the process that we're going to do? We're talking about having a plan. You want to make sure that you set out a plan for your exercise and your eating program. Yeah. Now, that's very important, too. And that's somewhat of goal setting, but it can be different because it's having a plan written down. This is how much I'm going to eat every day. This is the plan that I'm going to follow. This is the exercise regimen I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to consistently take action every day. It kind of reminds me of the, the DVDs that are coming, in, coming out on our weight loss program. And, yeah. and I say to the people, to be successful on my program, all you have to do is one, do one thing. You have to take my DVD, you have to put it in the VCR and press play every day. That's all you have to do. It's not that tough. Right. Get up, take it there, press play. That's right. And then you're going to have success, and I'll coach you through the whole thing. Now, that again is a changing a habit and behavior when people start to do that. That's right. That's right. Now, the next thing that I think that is very important is to be able to put yourself in the right emotional states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we talked a lot about state changes and how to do that. That's right. When you're happy and you're excited and you're grateful and you're loving and you're going through all those great emotions in a day, you get your ass to the gym. When you get yourself to the gym, you're, you're, you're feeling better. You're not only re- releasing better endorphins then, too, as well. You're releasing your serotonin and you're having all that kind of great stuff. It's like taking a drug. Yeah. When you go to the gym, it's like taking a drug. A natural high. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So those states, you've got to put yourself in all the time that you can. Now, if you don't know how to put yourselves in those great emotional states, go back and listen to some of our podcasts. I'll give you a very quick tip right now how to do it. The pictures that you create in your head will actually create the states that you're in. The way you carry your body, your physiology, will put you in better states like happiness, excitement, joy. So I'll give you an example. When you make a picture in your head, it connects to your body, your physiology. That physiology puts you in a state, then leads to a behavior. See, when you're creating a picture of, oh my God, I can't make the gym, I hate to exercise, that puts you in a sadness state or a frustrated state and you hold your body that way. That creates that state and that's the behavior that you choose. So that's how your life ends up. So you want a happy state. You think of yourself totally successful when you were totally motivated one time. Then you see yourself yeah. motivated. Then you stand like you're motivated. You walk around like you're motivated and you cannot put yourself in a bad state. Your life completely changed. I guarantee you'll get your ass to the gym. There you go. Quick, there we go. <laughs> Did you get all that? I got all that. Good, good. Can you repeat that for no, me? No, <laughs> but I, I keep remembering the uh, take the 
take the nice muffin, it looks really, really good, turn it into grade, drop it down to the bottom right-hand corner, and uh, make it small. That's right. And that, to me, that changes my, my thinking every time I'm thinking about uh, eating something that I probably shouldn't be eating. Mm-hmm. It's very good. The other thing I wanted to uh, bring up too that I think is really important is having an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. Somebody that will motivate you to go to the gym because they're going or motivate you to go for the walk because they're going or the hike or the bike or canoeing or whatever, skiing, whatever the activity is that you're doing. I think accountability partners and, and surrounding yourself with people that share those values of wanting to live a healthy life is really, really important. And sometimes we have to join a, a gym or a, a different, you know, an activity club or something to get around those types of people if we don't have them in our life right now. But I know that just associating with you, Shane, has made huge changes in my values as, uh, where it comes to eating and health and fitness and everything else. And uh, I'm always very, very grateful for that because I have seen in the last two years massive shifts. Uh, and, of course, the results, often harsh, always true, are, you know, the, the waist is slimmer and my honey likes it and uh, I'm happier and act more active than I've been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's such power in having an accountability program set up for you and having being able to be accountable to somebody. Yeah. Because what happens is when you're accountable to somebody, it actually starts you get into the habit of going to exercise. So sometimes then when you get in the habit of doing that, if that person's not there, you've already created that habit. Yeah. Now, we talked a bit about the accountability program in the past, in our past podcasts, and it's even you can have accountability program to a higher individual of value. And so what I mean by that is if you're not having a training partner to go to the gym or a person to eat with, you call somebody up that you hold of higher value and you say to that person, you know what, I'm going to tell you I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to stick to this program, this exercise program, and I'm going to follow through with it because i got to lose this weight and i got to stay healthy for my health. And if you say it to somebody that you hold a value, like for me somebody of really high value might be one of my mentors that's like say worth $100 million. Right. So what happens even with weight loss, if I call them up and I say, I'm going to lose the weight, I'm going to stay on my fitness program, if I don't hold my accountability to them, it actually makes them look bad in my personality, so they might not want to do business with me anymore because I can't, I can't, um, I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Mm, I can't stay accountable to what I just said that I could. That's right. And that would look bad in business. That's right. So you want to be, you want to have, your word is is very, very important, and you don't want to break it. And mm-hmm. if you say you're going to do something, then you better make sure that you're going to do it. So that's a whole different way yeah. to hold yourself accountable because you're holding your accountable to the person maybe you're training with, but then you're actually going to find somebody else that's higher value towards you that you would hold of higher value right. and be accountable for to someone well. that you have tremendous respect mm-hmm. for. Right, mm-hmm. could be a pastor, a priest. You could be your family members. Could be your boss at work mm-hmm. if you've got a really good boss. Yeah. A lot of times, it's hard with family members because even though we love them dearly, we know a lot of times that they're not going to get on our on our butts and say, "Get your ass in here and go exercise," because right. they're too polite. Right. So they don't take that extra step. You know, they'll 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 won't let you, they'll buy into your own crap with you because they don't want to make you feel bad. Right. Like when people work with me, they know that they're not going to get away with anything. It's like, okay, I don't want excuses. I don't want oh, yeah. you to play a victim role. I don't, there's either results or reasons with me. I always say that. You either, when you work with me, you have, you have one option. You have results or you have reasons. If you keep giving me too many reasons, you're not allowed to work with me. There you go. 
So a fitness instructor or coach would be a good place place to start too. Someone that you can talk to every week and and that could be somebody of higher value mm-hmm. that you that holds sure. you accountable. That would be for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, I think those are how much time we got left. We're just about at the end. Are we? I only had 10 more points. Well, we'll have to save it for next month. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we're just about done. So what I want you guys to do is make sure you go do that stuff. Sit down. It's so important to decide exactly what you want. It's so important to create that mission statement and get that mission statement embedded into your head. You should actually have a mission statement for a lot of areas of your life, why you want to be there. Goal setting is the most overlooked thing in life, but it was it is probably the most important thing that you can ever do. Staying, we all know this, staying in the most happiest, positive states all the time is probably what we all want. There's one thing in the world that each and every one of us want that's the same, and that's good feelings. When you stay in the, in the good emotional states, you have great feelings. Hallelujah. I'm happy, and I'm loving it. He sang on our radio show. Yeah, I did. The first one. And it wasn't even like, hey, Black Betty, bam, and Black Betty's got a thing. I like that song. See, I'm singing again. Hey, this is American Idol. Welcome to Shane Jeremy James, American Idol, and Scott Patton. Here's our co-host. Scott Patton instead of Ryan Seacrest. There you go. Well, at least he didn't call me Simon. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to sing our next podcast, just so you know, so that, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wouldn't do that to you. Um, if you, any, you know, take a look at our past podcast episodes and listen to some of them, review them, Make sure that you're doing all the different steps that we've been teaching you over the last couple of years because each one of them is really, really important. And if you miss it, you, that could be the piece that just unlocks the door to you having the most magnificent life that you, that you want to have. And we just can't re, reinforce that enough because uh, I know that is, is very, very dangerous and we, we all do that in our lives, right? So I get thousands of emails now written to me, Scott, that say, because I've followed your steps, my life has completely changed. Yeah. And it might not have been the fourth podcast. They might have listened to ten podcasts. But it's just that one podcast where it really hit home and totally changed their life. Yeah. Really, really important. And, uh, yeah, so head over to www.freeweightlosspodcast.com. Uh, check out all our past episodes. Head over to, oh, I know what I was going to say. Shane has a brand new website, so I want you to head over and check it out. It's www. Um, what's that one again? ShaneJeremyJames.com. Dot com. That's right. www.ShaneJeremyJames.com, and he has a, a blog there. He has a newsletter there. So sign up for the newsletter, and uh, he's going to be sending out pearls of wisdom every week or two. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way also to keep in touch with us in a slightly different way than through the podcasting, because I don't think you're going to be talking specifically about uh, tips for losing weight uh, on the newsletters, but we've got a lot of other stuff that we're really, really excited about that we don't talk about a lot on the podcast, and so you'll be able to see a whole different aspect of some of the stuff that Shane's doing and some of the stuff that I'm doing. Yeah, and there'll be a lot. It's a beautiful site. Ricky did an awesome job building the site, so thank you, Ricky. And you too. Thanks. You worked on it too. Yeah, I helped. But I mean, the look is—that's her. She's very artistic. 
So, yeah, so make sure you head over there and check it out, and there'll be all kinds of different teachings in there. There will be stuff about weight and health, and there's one thing, too, that, that most of you know that have been following me is that I'm really going to try and step up and change the obesity problem and the weight problem with our kids and teens. That's right. So on my blog, um, I'm going to you know go over there, leave a comment on if you have any ideas how you can help me change the teen obesity problem and the kid obesity problem. There's a comment on my blog that you can leave yeah. comment form. That's right, which is at uh, com forward slash blog. Make it nice and easy, right? Simple enough. And there was, oh, <laughs> I told Shane this uh, today, and I'm no, I can't remember if I had told him this before, but I left a comment on the blog. And that comment was, my 16-year-old son came up to me about a month and a half ago. He's been living with me for about mm, eight or nine, ten months now. And he said, Dad, he said, uh, I've lost 20 pounds since I moved in with you. And, uh, you know, so we uh, just, you know, I I never really thought about it, right? And uh, so, you know, I'm very, very grateful for all the things that I've learned from Shane because I was just applying it in my life and in my family's life and I just got that wonderful result and it wasn't there was no nagging involved there was no curfews involved there was no punishment involved there was no yelling and screaming involved it was just how we set up our life to to make it so that it was possible for him to be in an environment where he could uh, eat healthy and exercise properly and and they just I mean kids do what we do so mm-hmm. that's cool yeah I was really really pleased and excited about that and and I mean, uh, pleased and excited is kind of mild compared to what I really yeah. felt, right? Yeah. But yeah, did my heart good. Cool. So we're going to do that to another like six billion kids. Mm-hmm. And and the parents need to be involved because it's a big part of it. Well, it's huge. Uh, Gandhi said, "Become the change that you want to see in the world." That's right. And our populations are getting more and more unhealthy and obese, and that's what's happening with the kids. So for me, it's about changing everybody and, and getting the kids on board and changing the adult population because if everybody in the adult population starts to create changes, the kids automatically start to create changes too. They follow what their parents do mm-hmm. and, their, and their teachers and their mentors. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's Scott Patton and Shane Jeremy James, www.weightlossinthemind.com. If you want to listen to our, uh, our radio show, we'll get that up in about a week or two. Uh, and we're just going to say, Shane, you've got the last four words as usual. Thanks, it. Be fit. Bye, everybody.
listening to Weight Loss in the Mind, the podcast starring Scott Patton and Shane James. Let's join them now. Hey everybody, you're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. I'm your co-host Scott Patton along with Shane Jeremy James. Shane, what are we thinking? We're thinking fit and being fit. All right. We're always thinking that. That's right. We thought it would be really good... Uh, to do, and we're going to start that this in a couple minutes, is just kind of give a little bit of a review. So if you're a brand new listener, these are the things that you need to go back, in our opinion, and listen to for the first time in our previous podcast episodes. If you've been with us from the beginning, it's probably a good idea to just you know mentally check off. Are you doing some of these things? Are you not doing some of these things? Because we've got over 75 podcast episodes live on the internet at www.freeweightlosspodcast.com. They're free. There's tw- they're 20 to 40 minutes each, and there's a wealth of information. In fact, we have fitness gurus telling us, like, you're crazy. Like, you should be selling this stuff, not giving it away for free. And we thought that now that we've launched our new radio show, which you can listen to at uh, www. Dot 650CISL.com every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we're going to be archiving them in the next couple weeks at uh, www.weightlossandthemind.com. So you'll be able to, to listen to them there if you, if you can't tune in uh, on time and you're not in the local market. But hey, it's also streamed over the internet, so if you can get this, you can get that. Mm-hmm. So, Shane, what do you think? Let's, you know, we're going to review, we're going to quickly go through and review a bunch of stuff. We want you guys to, you know, write down, you know, this thing, am I doing it? Yes, no, and that sort of stuff. But if you were to pick one of the things that we've talked about as, like, the one that people should should be doing and keying on, of all the stuff we've talked about, just as a kind of place for us to start, mm-hmm. which one would you pick? See, first let me say one thing, because... What I think people may be thinking right now is that, well, I don't need to listen to this podcast because, you know, I'm doing certain steps. But I bet you 99% of the people right now listening actually are not doing all the steps that I'm going to name right now to achieve your ideal healthy weight, to achieve your exercise goals, to have a better life, to have more vitality, to have more energy, to have it all. Yeah. Guaranteed. Because there's that time when I don't even do it because I have to go back and review and this is the most important thing that people do not do, is they don't go back and they don't review their stuff. And they go, oh, yeah, I was forgetting to do that. That's why I'm not getting the results. Oh, yeah, I'm forgetting to do that. That's why I'm not getting the results. So I would say this probably is one of the most important podcasts that you're actually going to ever listen to. Yeah. One, a good friend of ours, uh, Dov Barron, talks about the three most dangerous words and you were uh, reminding me of that as you were speaking you know uh, I know that <laughs> that's right you know the three most dangerous words that you can utter is I know that and then if you are saying well I know that you know they talked about this I know that then ask yourself this question are you doing it that's right if you're not living it you're not knowing it that's right yeah and I often say you know, everything in the world has already been thought of. The trick is to remember it. So it's like, yeah, I know I should be, you know, having my mission statement done, but I'm not doing it. So I know it at a kind of an ego level, but I don't know it at the, you know, at the inner core level. Because right. if I did that, if I did really know it, I would know that it's very important, and I would get it, take 10 minutes and get it done. That's right. Because you don't know it. If yeah. you're not living it, you, you don't, don't know it. it. And a lot of times we try and trick ourselves and we say, yeah, I know that. 
And whenever my clients or anybody that I'm dealing with in any kind of teachings that I'm teaching, they say to me, well, Shane, I know that. I look at their results in their life. And I go, no, you don't. And they go, yes, I do know. And I go, no, you don't. And then I said, you're not living it. Your actions speak louder than words. Okay. Yeah. And that's the ego, right? I mean, the ego likes nothing more than to keep us where we are right now because that's where the ego thinks we're safe. And we know that if we're 50 pounds overweight, we're not safe, even if our ego thinks that we are. Mm -hmm. So if you get resistance to anything, then think, okay, well, that's my ego trying to keep me where I am. So do I want to be where I am at 300 pounds, or do I want to be at 200 pounds? And that's where you have to make the choice. That's your phone. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you don't have your cell phone turned off, please turn your cell phone off. We're going to get right into it, Shane, uh, in, in because we're, we're, this is like the annual review, I guess, right? Although it's the middle of the year, not the end of the year, but I guess you can review it any time. It should be reviewed all the time. And actually, I've learned something brand new in this process because I look back to all the podcasts that we did and all the teachings that we did. And actually, we should have did a, pod, a review about every month. We should have went back and did a podcast review. And that's what I'm going to start doing now. I'm going to do a review um, and it might be even just at the start of you know the end of the month for 10 minutes. Do a review. Are you doing this? Are you doing this? And are you doing this? And that's something that, something that we didn't do. And I realized that that's a big part of success that I have in my life. Not just with my health and fitness goals, but with my finances, my relationships, all that kind of stuff. I have that success because I consistently go back and I review. And I wasn't teaching that. So I think it's very important for us to go back and we start reviewing a little more with the people to make sure they're doing it. Because out of sight, out of mind. A lot of times people just turn the podcast off. You go, oh, that was great information. I can change my life. And then you do nothing with it. No, you got to take action. Kind of sure. like how many times have you been, say, in a coaching environment or a seminar environment? And the stuff you got was like truly good stuff. You totally believed in it. And then you went out and you were like, yeah, this is going to change my life 100%. You were like on fire. And then what happened? You did nothing with it. You did shit with it. And your life stayed exactly the same. That's right. The world uh, interfered with me doing anything. Yeah. So the very first thing that I say that is probably one of the most important things that a person can do, step one, is deciding exactly what you want. Right. Because if you don't know what you want, you're not going to get what you want. So you first have to know exactly what you want. And once you know what you want, then the brain is going to start to push you towards that thing that you want. If you want to lose so much weight, if you want to have ideal health, if you need to start exercising more, if you, but you need to know exactly what you want first. Yeah. So we were talking about setting a goal. Setting a goal, yeah. Deciding yeah. exactly what you want. But I, I, I really think it's like so much setting a goal yet, because I'll still actually go into setting goals. Okay. But I think it's just... Overall, sitting down and deciding, you know, exactly what you want, because then we'll actually go into a more in-depth goal-setting process. Okay. So it's just kind of going, okay, well, this is really what I want. I want great health. You know, I want a better relationship. I maybe want to lose some weight. But you don't need to sit down and figure it all out at that time. Right. You just need to write it down and go, well, this is kind of, this is what I want in my life. So you're getting it down on paper. So you're kind of setting a direction. That's right. The one thing that happens, too, is when we write it down on paper, it actually goes into the unconscious mind. And I teach this in the goal-setting process because the unconscious mind actually starts to pick it up from writing it down. See, a lot of times people don't realize this, the power in writing it down, because it's the unconscious mind now that starts to actually go to work for you. So you actually give the unconscious, unconscious mind direct instructions. Right. A good friend of mine says that writing is the doing part of thinking. Because mm. he says we, we all, I mean, he, he helps people with you know, publishing books, 
And he says, you know, we all have all this amazing information and experience and everything else inside us, things that we thought about deeply, but nothing happens because it's inside of us. We need to get it out. And mm-hmm. by taking action, by writing, we're then getting it out and we're getting it out into the world and sharing it. So, and I think with ourselves, we keep stuff in and then we don't... I mean, how many times have I said, oh, I've got this great idea, and then I wait five seconds and you say, well, what's the idea, Scott? And I go, I forgot, mm-hmm. right? You've got to write this stuff down. That's the action part of thinking. Mm-hmm. That's right. See, deciding what you want is like starting to plan. You're starting to create a plan for yourself. And one of the most successful business coaches on the planet is Peter Drucker. And Peter Drucker says that you cannot plan if you take... No, how does he say it? Just a sec. He says, planning without action will lead to failure. Action without planning will lead to failure. Mm. And think about that. It's true. Because if you plan, you start to take action. Right? When you're taking action, you have a plan. That's right. And, and if you don't have a plan, don't you're have a plan then you're, you're in trouble. You're in trouble, right? So that you're starting to create a plan for yourself. And I always find this very fascinating that people plan their trips, their vacations, their fun before they plan their health. Mm. Now, That's a really good point. Maybe it's because escape is easier than change. Yeah. Yeah. Take control of all aspects of your life. Plan for all of them. Mm-hmm. At least at least set a direction for all of them. Yes, sir. I mean, I was just thinking of, uh, you know, relationships, for example. How often do we think, you know, what I really want is a really good relationship with this person I'm with? You know, after you've know, been with them six months, a year, ten years, twenty years, whatever it is, and we don't often think about what we want in terms of the relationship with the person. Mm. You know, and I'm, and I'm thinking, huh... It's not interesting because I'm at the beginning of a relationship right now, and that's all I'm thinking about is how, what a wonderful relationship I want to create with this person. Right. And I'm hoping that I'm hoping I'm, my intention is that I'm going to create a pattern and a habit whereby what happens all the time is I'm always thinking about how I can have a great relationship with this person because I'm starting off thinking that way, but I'm doing it consciously, and I've never consciously done that before. It's the same thing with relationships, and it's the same thing with yourself with exercise and food. Now let me back up for a minute. Food and exercise, you sit down and you say, well, how can I have a great relationship with myself and respect my body? Mm-hmm. Now, in a relationship with somebody else, people should actually sit down. And when you sit down, you should say, what do you want out of this relationship? And then you tell them. And then they tell you what they want out of the relationship because then you know what to give them. That's right. If you don't know what you want, you're not going to get what you want. And if the other person doesn't know what you want, they can't give you what you want. See, too often people go into relationships and they're trying to figure it out, but they actually don't sit down and go, what do you really want? See, when I go into a relationship with people, I figure out what they want. And then everyone says, well, you have a great relationship now. Well, how do I have a great relationship? Because I'm figuring out what the other person wants and I provide them with what they want. And and if you're in a good relationship with somebody, wouldn't you want to give them what they want? Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of us out there that, like, they want to withhold. They don't want to give the other person what they want. Or they get into a position where they don't want to give that to the other person, right? Because they're upset with them and they're mad at them or they've got baggage or whatever. And I'm thinking, well, hang on. What's the point if you're not there to support the other person? 
Yeah, that's not a good relationship. Not a good relationship. Time to make a decision then. Yeah. So you either stay in the relationship or get out. Well, it's not going to get any better. And if you're going to stay in it, then find out what the person wants and find out what you want, and then have a talk about it. And have, I mean, like 99.999% of it, they would be delighted probably if they knew. Mm-hmm. And if you knew, you'd probably be delighted, right? So it comes back to deciding exactly yeah. what you want, just like we talked about with health and weight loss and and fitness and everything yeah. and relationships. It's deciding exactly what you want. I see so many people get into relationships and they go out and they're scouting for a new person, but they're choosing people, but it's not exactly what they want. But they choose the person because they need that emotional companion for that time. And then they get into it and it's like, well, this person's missing three or four things that I really want. Now my life sucks and they don't have the personal power to step out of the relationship. Right. Yeah, I'm jumping in and, now how do, and the biggest problem they have is how do I get out? Once I'm in, and a lot of people never get out. No, and then they wonder why they're mad and miserable, and probably a little overweight. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, they, so they've decided. You guys have decided what you want. You, yeah. you gotta. You have to make a plan. And then the next step, I always say, is very important: is to create a mission statement. Yeah. And once you create a mission statement, it leads back to deciding what you want because. You've decided what you want, and that mission statement will be written exactly what you want. So now you'll have it down on paper. Exactly. And then you're going to post it somewhere where you can see it every day. And you're going to read it every day. So eventually it goes into your unconscious mind, and you're walking around, and your mission statement is coming up. That's your mission. What you focus on expands. What you talk about, what you think about, is what you're going to move towards. So if that's the case, your mission statement will push you to exactly what you want. So first you've got to decide exactly what you want, then you've got to create a mission statement. And then the next step... Well, hang on. If you want to know how to do that, I think it's our second or third podcast, we go into it in great detail. Yeah. So, so the next step is... Well, if anybody has been listening to these podcasts too, and you're not, you haven't did that process yet, you need to go back and you need to re- reevaluate. That's for sure. Now, if you're sitting there going, oh, I haven't written a mission statement, but I'm kind of doing the things that you guys teach, you need to stop right now and you need to go back and you need to write a mission statement. Yeah, or you can ask yourself a question. Am I going to do this full out for me or not? Because if you want to just keep doing what you... I mean, obviously, we're not going to be able to reach through the, you know, the iPod or the computer and grab you by the throat and make you do it, right? But you really have to make that decision. Like, is my goal really to be fitter, be thinner, be healthier or not? And if it is, and you're listening to us, then our recommendation is get this mission statement done. It takes 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Listen, I think the podcast is 15 or 20 minutes long, and another 10 minutes you're done. So do it, and you'll feel really good because you'll have accomplished a major piece of the puzzle. Well, any time that you choose not to do something in your life, it's because you haven't made it that important to you. Yeah. So if you're not doing the mission statement right now, it's just not that important to you. If you're not going to the gym, it's not that important to you. If you're not having a great relationship, it's just not that important to you. You'll notice your life will completely change when you make things that important to you. That's right. Now the next step is goal setting. Yeah. You have the mission statement, then you've got to get it written down on paper, and you've got to go through the goal setting process. Now back in our podcast, again, we have the goal setting process. If you're not doing it, goal setting process is probably the most important thing that people can do. Now out of all the 250,000 autobiographies I read, I was going to say, 250 autobiographies I read, every person that has been successful, out of all these people, these are successful people, have written their goals down. Anybody that I know that has achieved their weight goals and their health goals and their life goals 
has written their goals down. People that are overweight and out of shape are not writing their goals down. People that are in shape and having great health are writing their goals down. People that are financially secure are writing their goals down. People that are broke are not writing their goals down. So there's a proven science to this. The problem is most of us take goal setting way too lightly. We say things like, oh my God, I've heard every motivational speaker talk about goal setting. But the problem is, is most of us aren't doing it. I know that. I know that. There you go. You don't know it if you're not doing it. And uh, to beat a dead horse a little bit more, uh, Harvard did a study and they asked all the grads of I think it was 1957 class uh, if they had any goals and if they had if they'd written them down mm-hmm. then they went back 20 years and they said how are you doing and what they discovered was that 3% of the grads had written their goals down those 3% had achieved the majority of those goals in the next 20 years and those 3% were worth more than I can remember exactly whether it was twice as much the same as or you know ten times more than the 97% that did not write their goals down so I mean it's just huge yeah so it's like yeehaw set your goals become right. the top 3% that's all you need to do to be in the top 3% is write down your goals it is and I love how you put that that's all you need to do because that's such good language pattern because to me that is it's all you need to do if you keep writing your goals down Every day, I guarantee that you're going to achieve them. So some of you are already saying, well, how do you write your goals down? Go back on our podcast, but I'll give you like a few quick tips right now that can completely change. Make your goals specific. Yeah. Have them clear and write them down every day. And put a time limit. And a timeline on them. And there, right there alone, you're going to totally change your life. Now, what that's going to do, too, is going to create new, beha- new habits, which is going to create a new behavior for you. That's right. So every other area of your life will change because what happens is, because you achieved your goal of writing your goal down is an achievement. That's right. You've got one success. And the thing is, too, is we're not, you know, there's all sorts of little goals, right? And, and it may be I'm going to go, uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, eat carrots every day. Or I'm going to eat carrots just today. I'm going to eat three carrots today. Then when you do it, you've had that little success. And the more of those little successes that you have, the higher your confidence goes, the higher your self-esteem goes, and your unconscious mind says, wow, Scott wrote down he was going to eat three carrots today, and he did. This, he's, he's doing what he says he does. Like He's in integrity, so I'm going to start listening when he says he wants to you know, live a healthier life. I'm going to help him out, as opposed to before when I thought he was just full of BS, and so I just didn't pay any attention. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's how you get your unconscious mind, which is six, five-sixths of your brain, right, working mm-hmm. with you as opposed to against you because you're actually saying you're going to do something and doing it. You're in integrity, and wow, what an impact that has on the self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So what, what have we went through? We went through, we've decided exactly what we wanted. Yeah. We've created a mission statement. Yeah. We have Set did our goal setting. Yeah. Now, what's the next step to the process that we're going to do? We're talking about having a plan. You want to make sure that you set out a plan for your exercise and your eating program. Yeah. Now, that's very important, too. And that's somewhat of goal setting, but it can be different because it's having a plan written down. This is how much I'm going to eat every day. This is the plan that I'm going to follow. This is the exercise regimen I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to consistently take action every day. It kind of reminds me of the, the DVDs that are coming, in, coming out on our weight loss program. And, yeah. and I say to the people, to be successful on my program, all you have to do is one, do one thing. You have to take my DVD. You have to 
put it in the VCR and press play every day. That's all you have to do. It's not that tough. Right. Get up, take it there, press play. That's right. And then you're going to have success. I'll coach you through the whole thing. Now, that again is a changing a habit and behavior when people start to do that. That's right. That's right. Now, the next thing that I think that is very important is to be able to put yourself in the right emotional states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we talked a lot about state changes and how to do that. That's right. When you're happy and you're excited and you're grateful and you're loving and you're going through all those great emotions in a day, you get your ass to the gym. When you get yourself to the gym, you're, you're, you're feeling better. You're not only re- releasing better endorphins then, too, as well. You're releasing your serotonin and you're having all that kind of great stuff. It's like taking a drug. Yeah. When you go to the gym, it's like taking a drug. A natural high. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So those states, you've got to put yourself in all the time that you can. Now, if you don't know how to put yourselves in those great emotional states, go back and listen to some of our, our podcasts. I'll give you a very quick tip right now how to do it. The pictures that you create in your head will actually create the states that you're in. The way you carry your body, your physiology, will put you in better states like happiness, excitement, joy. So I'll give you an example. When you make a picture in your head, it connects to your body, your physiology. That physiology puts you in a state, then leads to a behavior. See, when you're creating a picture of, oh, my God, I can't make the gym, I hate to exercise, that puts you in a sadness state or a frustrated state, and you hold your body that way. That creates that state, and that's the behavior that you choose. So that's how your life ends up. So you want a happy state. You think of yourself totally successful when you were totally motivated one time. Then you see yourself motivated. Then you stand like you're motivated. You walk around like you're motivated. And you cannot put yourself in a bad state. Your life completely changed. I guarantee you'll get your ass to the gym. There you go. Quick, there we go. Did you get all that? I got all that. Good, good. Can you repeat that for me? But I I keep remembering the uh, take the... Take the nice muffin, it looks really, really good, turn it into grade, drop it down to the bottom right-hand corner, and uh, make it small. That's right. And that, to me, that changes my, my thinking every time I'm thinking about uh, eating something that I probably shouldn't be eating. Mm-hmm. It's very good. The other thing I wanted to bring up, too, that I think is really important is having an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. Somebody that will motivate you to go to the gym because they're going or motivate you to go for the walk because they're going or the hike or the bike or canoeing or whatever, skiing, whatever the activity is that you're doing. I think accountability partners and, and surrounding yourself with people that share those values of wanting to live a healthy life is really, really important. And sometimes we have to join a, a gym or a, a different, you know, an activity club or something to get around those types of people if we don't have them in our life right now. But I know that just associating with you, Shane, has made huge changes in my values as, uh, where it comes to eating and health and fitness and everything else. And uh, I'm always very, very grateful for that because I have seen in the last two years massive shifts. Uh, and, of course, the results, often harsh, always true, are, you know, the, the waist is slimmer and... My honey likes it, and uh, I'm happier and act more active than I've been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's such power in having an accountability program set up for you and having being able to be accountable to somebody. Yeah. Because what happens is when you're accountable to somebody, it actually starts you get into the habit of going to exercise. So sometimes then when you get in the habit of doing that, if that person's not there, you've already created that habit. Yeah. Now, we talked a bit about the accountability program in the past, in our past podcast, and it's even you can have accountability program to a higher individual of value. And so what I mean by that is if you're not having a training partner to go to the gym or a person to eat with, 
you call somebody up that you hold of higher value and you say to that person, you know what, I'm going to tell you I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to stick to this program, this exercise program, and I'm going to follow through with it because i got to lose this weight and i got to stay healthy for my health. And if you say it to somebody that you hold a value, like for me, somebody of really high value might be one of my mentors that's like, say, worth $100 million. Right. So what happens even with weight loss, if I call them up and I say, I'm going to lose the weight, I'm going to stay on my fitness program, if I don't hold my accountability to them, it actually makes them look bad in my personality, so they might not want to do business with me anymore because I can't, I can't, um, I guess what's the word I'm looking for? I can't stay accountable to what I just said that I could. That's right, and that would look bad in business. That's right. So you want to be, you want to have, your word is is very very important, and you don't want to break it. And mm-hmm. if you say you're going to do something, then you better make sure that you're going to do it. So that's a whole different way to hold yourself accountable because you're holding your accountable to the person maybe you're training with, but then you're actually going to find somebody else that's higher value towards you that you would hold them higher value right. and be accountable for to someone well. that you have tremendous respect mm-hmm. for. Right, mm-hmm. could be a pastor, a priest. You could be your family members. Could be your boss at work mm-hmm. if you've got a really good boss. Yeah. A lot of times, it's hard with family members because even though we love them dearly, we know a lot of times that they're not going to get on our on our butts and say, "Get your ass in gear and go exercise," because right. they're too polite. Right. So they don't take that extra step. You know, they'll 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 won't let you, they'll buy into your own crap with you because they don't want to make you feel bad. Right. Like when people work with me, they know that they're not going to get away with anything. It's like, okay, I don't want excuses. I don't want oh, yeah. to play so, a victim role. I don't, there's either results or reasons with me. I always say that. You either, when you work with me, you have, you have one option. You have results or you have reasons. If you keep giving me too many reasons, you're not allowed to work with me. There you go. So a fitness instructor or coach would be a good place, place to start too. Someone that you can talk to every week, and and that could be somebody of higher value mm-hmm. that you that holds sure. you accountable. That would be for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, I think those are how much time we got left. We're just about at the end, are we? I only had ten more points. Well, we'll have to save it for next month. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we're just about done. So what I want you guys to do is make sure you go do that stuff. Sit down. It's so important to decide exactly what you want. It's so important to create that mission statement and get that mission statement embedded into your head. You should actually have a mission statement for a lot of areas of your life, why you want to be there. Goal setting is the most overlooked thing in life, but it was it is probably the most important thing that you can ever do. Staying, we all know this, staying in the most happiest, positive states all the time is probably what we all want. There's one thing in the world that each and every one of us want that's the same, and that's good feelings. When you stay in the, in the good emotional states, you have great feelings. Hallelujah. I'm happy. I'm, I'm loving it. He sang on our radio show. Yeah, I did. The first one. And it wasn't even like, hey, Black Betty, bam, and Black Betty's got a thing. I, I like that song. See, I'm singing again. Hey, this is American Idol. Welcome to Shane Jeremy James, American Idol, and Scott Fenn. Here's our co-host. Scott Patton instead of Ryan Seacrest. There you go. Well, at least he didn't call me Simon. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to sing our next podcast, just so you know, so that, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wouldn't do that to you. Um, if you, any, you know, take a look at our past podcast episodes and listen to some of them, review them, 
Make sure that you're doing all the different steps that we've been teaching you over the last couple of years because each one of them is really, really important. And if you miss it, that could be the piece that just unlocks the door to you having the most magnificent life that you you want to have. And we just can't reinforce that enough because uh, I know that is is very, very dangerous and we we all do that in our lives, right? I get thousands of emails now written to me, Scott, that say... Because I've followed your steps, my life has completely changed. Yeah. And it might not have been the fourth podcast. They might have listened to ten podcasts. But it's just that one podcast where it really hit home and totally changed their life. Yeah. Really, really important. And, uh, yeah, so head over to www.freeweightlosspodcast.com. Uh, check out all our past episodes. Head over to, oh, I know what I was going to say. Shane has a brand new website, so I want you to head over and check it out. It's www. Um, what's that one again? ShaneJeremyJames.com. That's right. www.ShaneJeremyJames.com, and he has a, a blog there. He has a newsletter there. So sign up for the newsletter, and uh, he's going to be sending out pearls of wisdom every week or two. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way also to keep in touch with us in a slightly different way than through the podcasting, because I don't think you're going to be talking specifically about uh, tips for losing weight uh, on the newsletters, but we've got a lot of other stuff that we're really, really excited about that we don't talk about a lot on the podcast, and so you'll be able to see a whole different aspect of some of the stuff that Shane's doing and some of the stuff that I'm doing. Yeah, and there'll be a lot. And it's a beautiful site. Ricky did an awesome job building the site, so thank you, Ricky. And you too. Thanks. And you worked on it too. So. Yeah, I helped. But yeah. I mean, the look is that's her. She's very artistic. So yeah, so make sure you head over there and check it out, and there'll be all kinds of different teachings in there. There will be stuff about weight and health, and there's one thing too that that most of you know that have been following me is that I'm really going to try and step up and change the obesity problem and the weight problem with our kids and teens. That's right. So on my blog, um, I'm going to you know go over there, leave a comment on if you have any ideas how you can help me change the teen obesity problem and the kid obesity problem. There's a comment on my blog that you can leave yeah. comment form. That's right, which is at uh, com forward slash blog. Make it nice and easy, right? Simple enough. And there was, oh, <laughs> I told Shane this uh, today, and I'm no, I can't remember if I had told him this before, but I left a comment on the blog. And that comment was, my 16-year-old son came up to me about a month and a half ago. He's been living with me for about mm, eight or nine, ten months now. And he said, Dad, he said, uh, I've lost 20 pounds since I moved in with you. And, uh, you know, so we uh, just, you know, I said, well, I never really thought about it, right? And uh, so, I, you know, I'm very, very grateful for all the things that I've learned from Shane because I was just applying it in my life and in my family's life and I just got that wonderful result and it wasn't there was no nagging involved there was no curfews involved there was no punishment involved there was no yelling and screaming involved it was just how we set up our life to to make it so that it was possible for him to be in an environment where he could uh, eat healthy and exercise properly and and they just I mean kids do what we do so mm-hmm. that's cool yeah I was really really pleased and excited about that and, and I mean, 
pleased and excited is kind of mild compared to what I really yeah. felt, right? Yeah. But yeah, did my heart good. Cool. So awesome. we're going to do that to another like six billion kids. Mm-hmm. And, and the parents need to be involved because it's a big part of it. Well, it's huge. Uh, Gandhi said, become the change that you want to see in the world. That's right. And our populations are getting more and more unhealthy and obese, and that's what's happening with the kids. So yeah. for me, it's about changing everybody and, and getting the kids on board and changing the adult population because if everybody in the adult population starts to create changes, the kids automatically start to create changes. Too. They follow what their parents do mm-hmm. and, their, and their teachers and their mentors. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's Scott Patton and Shane Jeremy James, www.weightlossinthemind.com. If you want to listen to our, uh, our radio show, I'll get that up in about a week or two. And we're just going to say, Shane, you've got the last four words as usual. Think fit, be fit. Bye, everybody.